السلام عليكم ورحمه الله وبركاته دغيستيال كوسو دوادا بولشو بودكاست دغيستيال بابسود كان وحو كوساب سي هي كورونا فايروس يا فاكسين سي اما تلالكي كورونا فايروس كورونا فايروس حتبا سيدي لمودي ان لوسو افشرو ولمدعنن اول ان حتنا واتيل لما كان بري اي سو سارين لبداو كورتغا اما شريطان كلا شريو كورونا فيروس. أبى كم بني بقى وحيسوا صارين فاكسين. سيد الفلي وحالس لها وقتيان وقلب. بلشدة بقول كيف صدن وهم يهدوا ويجاريسا فاكسين تو. لكن وحد مدة بقول كيف هذا صدح إني كارتي. هذا وحلوك هرمرنيا وحرعه هرمرني وحاوي تذكى إسبتال هذا كشقينيا كو كحجة وتذكى دأ دواوين. كبعدي سيديس باي برشو اوغو سعونايسا تطلالك سيدو لوكال هوريك مانتي برنامج كان وحا متي نوغو اه دكتر مارك وايت دكتر مارك وايت وا دكتر كا شاققالا مقالا دا كولومبوس وحونا ورايسي كانو كوبيحي دونا انجليس لغيستيال لغيسي وعن دكتر مارك وايت ويلكم تو بولشو بودكاست good to be here thank you very much as you notice, the the numbers of uh, coronavirus are still g- growing, and fortunately, there's a vaccine out there. Can you speak about the importance of vaccination and what what's expected from it? Yes, um, the vaccine. Um, in order for us to get a uh, a grip on this uh, this pandemic in the United States, we people have to be immune, and we have to reach a certain a percentage, a certain percentage of the American population has to be immune to this COVID-19. And that percentage turns out to be about 70 to 80% of the population has to be immune. So there's two, there's two ways that a person can have immunity. One is by getting infected by the virus, you know, having an infection, and going through the 14 days, and and um, that's one way. The other way is to get the vaccination, and the vaccination um, uh, uh, provides you immunity um, in a very easy way. I mean, you're you're going to have some side effects from the vaccine, and when I say side effects, when you get the vaccine, it stimulates or it turns on your immune system. So you get, you have things like soreness of, of the injection site. You may have a little headache. You may have a little fever, uh, some muscle pain. But all that, all that means is that your immune system, your, your, that's like our, that's our superpower. Our immune system is being turned on like you would turn a car engine on. When you get the vaccine, it turns that immune system on and it revs up to make antibodies against the vac- against the virus, so you can acquire immunity by by that means by getting the vaccine, and 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 your body making antibodies, or if you get infected by the virus itself, 
your body's going to make these uh, natural antibodies as well. Either way, we won't get a hold or have a, a control over this pandemic until 80, 70 to 80% of the population has immunity, whether it's by infection of the virus or whether it's by the vaccine. And that's why, um, that's why the, the, the government or the, uh, the heads of the country are saying everybody needs to get vaccinated so we can get some control over this, uh, this virus, this pandemic. Otherwise, it will continue to spread. People will continue to get infected. Uh, some people will have mild to moderate symptoms. Other people will end up dying or in the hospital uh, with severe symptoms. And we, we just, we just don't, can't afford to another year um, for our country to go through that another year. So by taking that vaccine, you add to the percentage of the people who have immunity. So it's really, really important that we take that vaccine and get people immune. Really important. You said that it will take 70 to 80 percent of the population to be vaccinated. And that, that's, I'm assuming it's going to be more than a year or at least two years. Now, go ahead and speak on that. No, that's I, I mean, you bring up a really good point. Um, you know, uh, they had they had estimated or they they had they their thoughts were or the plans. The plan was that 20 million people would have been vaccinated by January the 1st. And as it turned out, it was only 4 million. And so when you when you talk about herd immunity um, and people, 80, 80, 70% even of the people being immune, like you said, that could take, when you start looking at it, um, just just by the people getting infected by the virus, right? All, those big numbers that we were hearing every day, the deaths, the hospitalizations, the positive cases, with all of that, with all of the information that we were getting, we were only 10, only 10%, believe it or not, only 10% of the population had immunity. Only 10% of the people I think there's like 330 million people in the United States. Right. So only about 10% of the people were infected, um, which seems like a small number because, but the actual numbers of people that died and were in the hospital was overwhelming, but it was, but it was only 10%. So when you said a year or two, a lot of, a lot of the experts around the world are, um, you know, not even around the world. A lot of the experts in in the United States are looking at, um, you know, some, if you ask some people, they'll say that maybe we'll have this under control by mid-year. Other people are saying that it's going to take, it'll definitely, we won't acquire that herd immunity until 2022. Well, do you think they need to change the strategy? Because the way it's going right now, there's a shortage when it comes to the vaccine. Uh, I uh, yes, I um, I think that we're learning as we go. 
Um, I think that um, I think that we're mm, we're doing. I think I think I think people are doing the the best that they can do. I and so there's so when you think about this, there's so many people that we have to that need to be vaccinated and coming up with systems where people are in some kind of orderly fashion is a little challenging. It's been a little challenging for us to do that so quickly because we need to, like you said, your first intuitively, you said that could take a year or two to get 80%. Yep, intuitively, if we've only had 10% back in December or before the vaccine started, only 10% of the people were uh, immune, then, as, you know, we, we'll have to get a lot of people vaccinated to reach 80%, 70 to 80%. And so it's been a little, it's been a little complicated. It hasn't, um, I think it, I think that, um, one thing that may uh, have uh, may that may help. It's not like we're out of the woods yet. Is that there? That if it was more consistent across the board, like you know, different counties are at different uh, points. Uh, you know, you know, you had the one A, the one B, one C system, and now a lot of people are hearing the 80 year olds and then the 75 year olds and then the 70 year olds and they're going and so people don't really um uh know the lay people really don't know they're just kind of going with the flow um, and i think uh just a little bit more consistency across the board would help of course you know when you go into something for the first time and you're trying to uh, figure things out um, I guess it's a little difficult to be consistent. Um, yeah, there's a there's two sessions of the dosage, or two different times. What's the logic? What's the science behind that? Right. Well, um, so the uh, the first uh, first of all, this the vaccine, the Moderna as well as the Pfizer vaccine, are what. Um, are known as messenger RNA vaccines. And this is the first time that a, mes a messenger RNA uh, or this type of vaccine has been given. So, um, and the way that the messenger RNA works is that it produces uh, protein in our bodies and then that protein uh, antibodies are formed against the protein. That's a real simple way of putting it. So the vaccine goes into our body. The body makes a protein, and that protein is made to match the spike protein on the virus. And then our bodies make antibodies. Our bodies make antibodies against that spike protein. And so um, in order to accomplish uh, a viral load that will um, intimidate the virus, so to speak, you need to have 
two whopping doses of it. You know, there's some vaccines uh, that children get where they have to have a booster dose at a certain age. And so what, so what this vaccine, what this messenger RNA vaccine, uh, the way it works is that you have to have a booster dose about two weeks after you have that first dose in order to make enough antibodies to really ward off any of this, uh, this virus. And so that's, uh, that's the, um, that's the that's the that's the real that's a real uh, uh, um, that's a simple ex- explanation for it. But it takes two doses to have our bodies produce enough antibodies to ward off that to, to ward off that virus. Um, and I think the the um, the the uh, uh, Pfizer and Moderna are now saying that uh, with the two doses that will be immune or will be protected from this coronavirus for a year. Um, that's what the experts are thinking now. And so we do want people to go back and get the, the second dosage, despite the fact that, remember, um, I think the one of the most important things I can, uh, relate to the to the community is remember those those symptoms that you have the soreness after you get the vaccine in the muscle the headache that you might experience the muscle pain the fever as i i got the vaccine i the only thing that i experienced was soreness at the injection site i didn't i didn't have all a lot of people don't have in fact most people don't have a lot of symptoms and the people that do have symptoms, those symptoms are gone within 36 to 48 hours, completely gone. It's like your, your, your immune system is revved up and then it, it goes up and it goes down and your, those symptoms go up and down. So you get real, you may feel real funny for 36, 48 hours and then you're done. Um, you know, if you compare that to actually being infected by the virus a big difference because you're going to be you could be sick you could end up in the hospital and and now i'm sure that a lot of the listeners have heard of this long haulers where people have these symptoms um for months and and now they're even uh looking back at some of the other viruses um like the sars a similar uh, virus it was a really bad virus and people had uh these uh ongoing residual symptoms for years um and so we 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 pray and we hope that uh people do not have to experience you know the loss of taste or smell for a year uh, or two um or any of the symptoms muscle pain shortness of breath fatigue a headache um brain fog, not just not feeling uh, right. I've heard a lot of people come in with uh, a various uh, a sundry of symptoms from uh, the, the actual infection with the virus. I see. So, Since the body has been exposed to something foreign by the vaccine, what vitamins or, or minerals should people take? Very good question. Very, very, very good question. So I think that 
this would really uh, go for for everybody right now. I think there's a there's a uh, um, there's there's some things that I think that are just I personally think are essential, and I think that um, uh, if if you if you don't think it's essential, you should have a, a conversation with your uh, healthcare provider. Um, so I'll go down the list of things. Uh, vitamin D. And initially, there was a lot of controversy over whether vitamin D was really helpful or whether it wasn't. And now there's been um, there's been uh, uh, controlled studies, clinical uh, studies have been done, and there is um, very very compelling evidence that vitamin D is definitely helpful. Um, uh, with the immune system in uh, not only not only warding off the virus, okay, not only helping to ward off the virus, but also those people that are that are having the symptoms and, and that are sick, it can be helpful in uh, helping them to get through that, um, that through those symptoms. The second one is vitamin C. Um, that's been shown to be um, uh, helpful. Uh, there's uh, compelling evidence that uh, vitamin C is very helpful. We know that it plays a role in the immune, in the respiratory immune system, just like vitamin D. Uh, there's another uh, mi mineral uh, that goes along with vitamin D, uh, vitamin, uh, actually vitamin K and magnesium. Vitamin K and magnesium uh, help vitamin D to be a super vitamin. So when you put, when you take uh, vitamin K, K2, and magnesium, when you take K2 and magnesium along with your vitamin D, your vitamin D is, um, goes into a super, uh, uh, super action in terms of the immune system. So you're, you're making the vitamin D a uh, hundred times more um, uh, uh, effective if you, t if you can take uh, vitamin K, K2, and magnesium. And I would say that um, for people that are on blood thinners, you have to be very careful when you take vitamin K because that can cause uh, more thinning of the blood. So vitamin C... Vitamin D, vitamin K, magnesium. Quercetin, quercetin is another, um, uh, there's, a, there's some uh, peer reviews out there. Um, uh, there's, there's some clinical studies that they haven't had a peer review yet, but there's been uh, clinical evidence that shows that um, that quercetin also helps in the immunity. It really helps our immune system to fight uh, all viruses. Uh, although there haven't been any clinical trials, um, again, quercetin uh, is anecdotally, uh, there have been uh, uh, many people around the world have, um, have, have said, this, this has helped, this has helped me. Um, so I would put that in there, quercetin, zinc, uh, definitely zinc sulfate, 
Um, there's been a lot of evidence that, that shows that zinc is uh, very helpful in the immunity of the virus. Uh, and I noticed a lot of vitamins and a lot of uh, minerals, um, but but let but we've got to step back and remember that our diet, uh, our diets, are, are we don't get the kind of minerals and vitamins on a daily basis that we should be getting, and and so and so we're depleted, our bodies are depleted of the essential uh, vitamins and essential minerals that we really need. And so now that we're in a situation where we have a, this virus that calls for a strong immune system, and we really haven't, we really don't have the, 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 you know, all the vitamins and minerals that make us have strong immune systems. So it's, it's causing a lot of problems for our bodies. And so even though when I say vitamin D, vitamin C, vitamin K, magnesium, zinc. These are all natural things that our bodies need anyway. And our bodies are going to function better if we have those things. A couple more. The melatonin um, is, uh, um, will help most people sleep. Uh, some people it may not uh, help, but, but uh, they, they have... Uh, a lot of people are saying take melatonin so you can rest better, um, and of course we know that when we when when we get the proper rest that our bodies need, that we do better, we feel better, and we can perform better. And um, so much information. One of the things that um, has been shown is that if you get a good night's sleep the day before you or the night before you get the vaccine, you, uh, uh, you will have less symptoms. So if you get seven plus hours of sleep before you, the day before you get the vaccine, uh, your, your, your body's going to be uh, in a healthier state and you will have less symptoms from the, um, from the vaccine. So sleep is... Um, Sleep is very important, um, and I think that um, when, I, when I say that you're going to have less symptoms, if you get a good night's sleep, I, and people that are hearing this are probably going to make sure that they get a good night's sleep before they get that vaccine or before they get the second dose of the vaccine um, or the first dose. But it is important. As always, great information, Dr. White. We thank you for your time. We'll see you next week. Thank you. You're very welcome. It's always good to be here. Shadin,